0: Welcome to the Stiano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Stiano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specialising in breast and body contouring. i on Facebook, I believe and uh i am also live on instagram that's my new thing now i'm doing instagram but i'm not sure if it's sustainable because i tried to do a fancy um i've tried to do a fancy background but it's back fired on me because it's all gone funny and i don't know how to change the background um i've got the green screen here we go there we go there we go tidy take the background off Has that worked yeah well, i got the background off okay right um so that noise so hello right olivia's here i've received your book today signed and a note that's going to be worth money that is going to be worth money kim i'll tell you when i'm famous that book signed copy first Actually, it's not first, it's second edition, Kim. It's a second edition, I believe. I don't think it is. Uh, I've read it and highly recommend you. <laughs> that is the publicity we need. We've got publicity for the book there. Uh, if I could like that, oh, can I like it? Oh, God. Sorry, I tried to like it and I've been asked to report you, Kim. I'm not going to report you. I'm going to put that there. Boom. Thank you, Kim. Glad you like the book. I hope the audio is okay on Instagram because I haven't got any sort of microphone. And I was upset to find out last week the audio was better on Instagram than on Facebook when I've got this big thing and it's got it's got suspension and everything. So how can the audio have been better on Instagram when I've got nothing? I have got those earpieces somewhere. Here they are, which I can facilitate if needs be. So they are standing by. Everything's standing by. And we're ready to go olivia i'm here good evening to you i hope you and yours are well ah yes here you are i ah, yes, here you are i like this camera angle do you like it and also do you like the background professional instagram people can't see that there i show you check this out it's reversed on instagram that's the problem it's reversed but and it says facebook live so i didn't want to upset instagram people with facebook live but i might have to change that but um i've been watching youtubers and that's the sort of thing they do. They have a TV in the background with a with something on it. So, you know, when in Rome. Whew. Right. Uh, good start. It's a good start. It's good on Instagram. Is it good on it? Instagram? I should listen back to it on Instagram. That's amazing. Who needs fancy microphones, Hey, eh? Right. Good evening and welcome to what is um, sure to be a fun packed show on the uh, Q- live Q&A. If you've got any questions, please God ask them because I've only got a few. So uh, feel free to chip in. But uh, don't worry, I will string it out if needs be. Not a problem. I can uh, string these ones out. So just comment on Instagram and comment on Facebook. Well, that's probably the only two things. What's next? What else can we do? What other live? Twitter. We can do a Twitter um what is it periscope is it still called periscope anyway let's not get ahead of ourselves um we'll keep it like this um so i'm gonna kick it off if you don't mind with the question three why does it say three three is that me Can is that three so does that mean is that one no still three what is three okay do you see three? Anyway, um, I'm talking about the Facebook guys, sorry, it says three on Facebook. Um Angela says evening. Hi, JJ, says Sheridan. Hi, Sherilyn. Uh, lost my question, which was can you so this patient has sent me a photo of a of a tattoo. I actually asked her, um Wendy and Christian are here, good to see you. Oh, <laughs> all over. Um, I asked her if I could use a photo and she didn't answer, so I better not. But um, let me describe it anyway. It's a big tattoo here big tattoo here um it, well you could argue it's not that big uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a tattoo let's just say it's a tattoo because it's all i've got subtitles yeah it's all um relative and it's not actually um in terms of you know it, it's not that big but it's sort of like covers the whole width of the width, wrist and it's sort of circular in shape and the the answer was i mean the thing about tattoos is two things first of all size obviously big tattoos more difficult than small tattoos but also well actually three things just got thought one. so but also shape so sh- shape is important so if it's a big long thin tattoo then that might be favorable that's a favorable shape long thin, because you can cut it out and stitch it up if it's round that's unfavorable so volume of tattoo wise it might be the same volume but it's a shape so Uh, so size and also location that's the third thing so there are three things did i say two three things so um because a big tattoo in a place where there's lots of laxity um like the tummy you can remove a big tattoo from the tummy because um there's you know you can you can cut out a big big area there and uh um whereas a small tattoo on a place where there's not much laxity classic being the hand fingers little tattoo on the finger really hard because the skin's really tight there and you might say well, the skin's not tight there the skin's not tight got loads of because uh, i often say pinch pinch it and you get your oh, pinch it. Low, i can pinch a load the problem is you pinch a load but then you make a fist you can't pinch anymore because you've got to be able to make a fist you've got to be able to move so if you can't have a big wider thing from the hand and then you make a you go home and then you pick up a, an orange and the wound opens up so um so you, you've got you've to be careful about this, the, the position of it. And also you've got to realize how much laxity of the skin there is there. So it's, um, oh way this is good. I like the Instagram wave. Um, um, so this one's here. So size wise is sort of average, I guess, in terms of size, but shape is not good because it's sort of round and location's really bad. I'm sorry to say this part of the wrist is worse than this part. There's a bit of laxity here less laxity here there's a couple of problems with this not number one is yes laxity but number two is the fact that leaving scars here now if you leave a scar like that then too bad but if you leave a scar like that it can have um a stigma of self-harm so if you have a scar like that people might think that it's a self-harm scar so that's something to be wary about people might feel stigmatized by having scars that way on their wrist that way it can look like you've broken your arm so not a great place for a scar anyway but also this one too big and and there's no way i could take all that um all that skin off so uh that was actually unsuitable whereas someone with a bigger tattoo might have been suitable if it was in an area of more uh, skin laxity so big round tattoo here really bad and uh, not suitable for excision so terribly terribly sorry about that but it was black so maybe um, laser might help is laser struggles with the coloured inks, but black maybe it will help with that. So yeah, terribly sorry. Sorry, sure, sorry I can't show you the picture, but uh, take my word for it, it was a big round one here. Um so we got we got stuff going on. What yes, I see three. Yeah, I see three as well. Um God knows why it says three there. Um Jeez, it's bad enough just getting this up and running, people. I can't get rid of the three. Instagram, go and have a look at Facebook sometime. You'll see a three. In fact, don't bother. It just says three on the screen. So I don't know why it does that. Anyway, let's uh, be professional. Pretend it's not there. And uh, i got subtitles. You bet i got subtitles, but they're a bit annoying, aren't they? So I'm going to turn them off in a minute. But please comment. Uh, Instagram, the, tub, the subtitles say, please comment and share. Kids asked a question on Instagram. That's what we want to see. we got, look at that. I knew this would happen. I knew. I, I said, "Don't worry. We haven't got many questions. We're going to get some on the night." I said, "Miles, right? I'm going to de- I'm going to delete that that thing running along the bottom. Oh, and I'm going to delete that. And um, we just left with a three. Why is that? Have I done that? Have I somehow put a three on the screen? What are all these? What are all these? No. Anyway, how have I done that? Edit appearance. No. Anyway. No, not a problem, not a problem. I'm going to, I don't know why it says a three. I wouldn't know how I could get it to say three, even if I wanted to. Anyway, come on, guys, we're professionals, and we're going to just get on with the questions, because what we got going on is Joe's got a question. So Joe says, and I can see Kim and family got a question too, which is awesome. Um, Joe, on Facebook, just which is over here, uh, if you have a breast lift, is there any way to ensure small scars? And how is symmetry measured? Would you do uplift and implants at the same time? So, uh, good question, Joe. Um, well, Joe, everyone wants small scars. So, breast lift, there's pretty much always a scar around the nipple, given. I don't think you can lift the breast without making a scar around the nipple because you usually have to lift the nipple. So, that's a given scar around the nipple. Next is scar going straight down um so most types of breast lift and certainly in my hat, some people do a breast lift with just a scar around the nipple circumariola lift also known as a benelli lift i don't do that uh i don't think it gives a good good lift so i will always do another scar which will be a circle and then uh, a vertical scar which is known as a lollipop lift or a circumvertical um and then the next is the horizontal scar and so, everybody wants less scarring. So, people say, Well, can I not have a horizontal scar or can I have a shorter horizontal scar? So, I usually try and do a short horizontal scar. So, you try and make the scar as short as possible. But the shorter the scar, the less skin you can take out in an up down direction, you know, when you're doing a lift. So, it depends on how much skin you've got. If you look at a side view, if you've got a lot of extra skin, if you've got a big droop, a lot of extra skin, that scar might have to be longer to give a better lift because obviously you want a good lift. You don't want to have less scarring and not a good lift because let's face it, you can have no scarring and have no lift. But you know, no lift, no scarring. So it's, a, it's, a, it's often a, a balance. So we always ensure to give you the smallest scars possible, but, uh, and we can give you an idea beforehand, uh, but less scars mean less of a result. And often, if, you, if the scar's sitting nicely in the fold, you can't see it. So it's usually not a problem, but it is something to be aware of. Um, how is symmetry measured? Now that's a good question. Uh, how is symmetry measured? Uh, And I think the way you're asking that suggests that you think that symmetry is measured, and suggests that you think that this is somehow some kind of a a science here, but it isn't a science, and symmetry is not measured, and uh, we don't really—we, it's it's just—it's a—you know—we often say plastic surgery is an art, not a science, you know, and it's measured by eye, and it's measured by feel, and um, you know, and it's difficult with people. I mean I'm you know usually if you're talking about an asymmetry and someone's a bit bigger than the other so then we have to make one a bit smaller to try and get the symmetry balanced what I say to people look, I'm trying to make it balanced and I'm trying to make it look better but there may always be some asymmetry and the thing is everyone's got asymmetry everyone's got a degree of asymmetry um so you know there may still be some asymmetry and we just try and that's experience and that's you know surgeon surgeons you know surgeon's ability i guess trying to make the symmetry as good as possible um but it's not actually measured symmetry is not measured would you do an uplifted implants at the same time yes i would and uh, so you're right to ask the question because some people don't and the thing about an uplift with implants actually talking about that scar you'd actually you need probably need a smaller horizontal scar with an uplifted implants because the scar is there to tighten the skin so if you're having an uplift then you're sorry if you're having implants then you're adding volume and that volume will tighten the skin a bit So therefore you might remove less skin. So you're more likely to get away with a circumvertical slash lollipop lift or a shorter T if you're adding implants than if you're just having a lift. You might have to make that scar a bit longer because you're taking more skin out for a given breast. But yes, I do do it, an uplift with implants. I'm looking dapper apparently. Thank you, that's very kind. Hi, uh, Natalie. Rebecca, totally off topic, but do you perform gallbladder removal? If so, at what cost, please? Thank you. I can have a a bash, Rebecca. I can't believe it'd be that difficult. Uh, No, I don't, Rebecca. I don't do gallbladder. That'll be a general surgeon. Uh, Going on the book, Kim. Kim's given a big shout to my book, so big up, Kim, everyone. The book being, you know, the book, people. I don't have to, do I? Do I have to show you the book? All right, all right, I'll show you the book. There's the book, people. so yeah general surgeon sounds general doesn't it? it sounds like they're a sort of jack of all trades but actually a general surgeon is a specialist general surgery is a specialty uh, uh, and it's bowel but general surgeons tend to sur- specialize in bowel so gallbladder and, and stomach and, and colon and things like that uh, they, there is a subspecialty of breast uh, general surgery that does breast but um the gallbladder would be a general surgeon um for that that would be the specialist you would want for that um if you have capsular contracture, do you need to replace the implant? No. Rebecca, no, you don't. Uh, this is Rebecca people on Instagram. Rebecca's asking, do you, if you have, well, I said it, didn't I? Um, no, Rebecca, you can just take out the cap. What do you mean, Rebecca? Oh, where is she? Is your Facebook? Um, what do you mean? Do you need to replace the implant? No, you could just remove the implant and you might not even need to remove the capsule uh, or if you might have to remove a bit of capsule, but you, you don't. If you don't want to have implants anymore, you can. You don't have to put another implant back in again. You can, you know, not replace an implant. But at the same time, if you do want an implant, you can replace the implant. Let's ask the question. Come back at me, Rebecca. Come back at me, Donna. Hello, with lots of O's. Hope you're holding up well in lockdown. When are you hoping to be operating again? Three months to my three hundred and sixty, and I'm so hoping it goes ahead. Um, Donna, um, operating local anaesthetic wise it's interesting it's it, i mean it's it's donna positive positive moves positive moves things are moving and kim i haven't forgotten about you on instagram i will ask you answer your question about polyurethane implants um positive moves are happening things are starting to get back into play um and some places are going back next month we're looking more like july um possibly next month i don't know with the sort of webinars and what have you all the time talking about it But um, And that will be for local anaesthetic operating at the clinic. For general anaesthetic operating, that will be longer, Donna. And also, longer operations. We've been advised against doing longer operations. Am I doing your 360? um, Because 360s, mummy makeovers, we've been advised against doing that sort of thing. Because it's a long op. So, mm, I don't want to put... I don't want to rain on your parade, there, Donna, but I think it's going to be. Well, it might be three months before we're starting operating. But the problem is, if we start operating in three months. Then, if you're booked in for three months, we'll have to do the backlog. So we 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 you know, you might get pushed back. Um, so so yeah, don't hold your breath, Donna. On that, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do Kim. Uh, Kim on Instagram polyurethane foam coated breast implants how are they different got that from your book nice one kim nice one what book kim you mean this one you mean this book never a left from strangers available from all good bookshops well actually i don't know if it is available from amazon or from my website never strangers.com. free all you have to do is pay post in your patchy kitchen what do you mean that book kim um so polyurethane foam implants are silicone implants. So um, they're, the, they're the same as a sort of normal implants, which are silicone implants, uh, but they've got a foam coating around the outside of them. And the reason they've got a foam coating, oh, I've got poor, I've got a poor connection on Instagram. I'm back. The reason they've got a foam coating is because the scar tissue that forms around the implant—that happens to all implants—have scar tissue forming around them, and over time that scar tissue contracts and make the implants feel hard, which is the contracture. So, because um, if, if they've got foam, the scar tissue goes into the foam and that means that when it does contract, because it always does contract, it contracts in all different directions. So rather than forming a sheet around the implant that forms a hard implant, it, it contracts in different directions and so much less likely to go hard. Capsule contracture happens a lot later on with polyurethane implants so in that respect they last a lot longer there are bad things about them they're more expensive than silicone implants they feel a bit firmer than silicone implants because that scar tissue grows into the into the foam and also there's that ALCL which I don't know if you've heard of I don't know if it was out when I wrote my book god do I I talk about ALCL in the book um I should know this Maybe I don't, well actually, it's not really about breast implants. I don't know. Anyway, ALCL is a type of breast cancer, a type of cancer, not breast cancer. Who said that? Who said breast cancer? It wasn't me. It's a type of cancer of the capsule. It's a lymphoma of the capsule. It's very rare, but it seems to be related to roughness of the implants. And polyurethane implants are very rough. Um, so the other end of the spectrum is smooth implants, which have got a lower rate of capsule contracture, but um, they are uh, less likely to give you ALCL and sort of somewhere in the middle is textured silicone implants so yeah that's polyurethane implants for you Jim uh joe is back at me oh no it wasn't joe who was supposed to get back at me who was supposed to get back at me uh rebecca no yeah yeah rebecca barrett okay um anyway joe i had two lots of aqualix. um injections under my chin but now have a little bit of loose skin what procedure would tighten up chin skin also do you do buckle fat removal at the same time so uh joe facial aesthetics not my bag it's uh it's it's not my specialty i'm breast and body guy but i'll have a bash at answering your question and this uh identifies the problem of removing fat so whether it be by re- dissolving it or by sucking it out or losing weight you know any way you remove fat one of the problems if it, the skin doesn't recoil, you're left with redundant skin, and that's one of the problems doing liposuction to the tummy. I know we're talking about a different thing, but same with the chin or same with the the, the chest. Or that's why we don't do breast reduction by liposuction because it would give you a very droopy breast. So uh, that is the problem. So how can you tighten skin under the chin? Well, it depends on how much tightening you you need. So if you need a lot of tightening, then you can pull it tight. And that will be a face, full facelift, which will tighten the neck. Uh, you might say, "Hold on a minute! I don't need that. I don't need a full one." Well, there might be things which will give you a more subtle result, and certainly things like radio frequency, And there are non-surgical things that you can apply that report to cause some degree of skin tightening. So that that would probably be probably probably yeah, that's probably why I'd be looking at non-surgical ways. But if you were having a, fe, uh, a fat uh, a facelift. And you wanted back buckle fat removal. Yes, I guess you could have that done at the same time. But as I say, it's not really my thing. And it would really be if you're having a full facelift to tighten the skin of your of your chin. Joe. So I uh, hope I blagged my way through that. Um, Donna, I had a black tattoo lasered from in my inside wrist. It is possible. There you go. So that person who had the tattoo, it's possible. Um, Sherilyn, you're getting a nice tap. Am I? Am I getting a tan? I haven't been out that much, Sharon, to be honest with you. I, want to, I haven't been out. You know what, Sharon, I haven't been out today. I haven't had my walk. Um, Pip, I have a question, please. Do you use micro-air lipo as your standard machine? Yes, I do, Pip. Yes, I do, ma'am. Yep. So good use of the term micro-air. So, yeah, that's a power-assisted liposuction. suction. sort of goes backwards and forwards. Um, don't worry about the three. Okay, I won't worry about the three. I've forgotten about it already, but you just reminded me. Uh, angela what is Aqualix? oh joe fat dissolving right okay there you go angela yeah i don't know much about it uh, to be honest angela but joe knows about it um it's um this is good isn't it right <laughs> so maybe i don't need to answer these questions ah oh, right i just didn't know that's what it was called the fat dissolving yeah who was that book about what's the book about it's about um choosing a plastic surgeon um it's, it's how to choose how to choose a plastic surgeon how to choose the best plastic surgeon for your cosmetic breast surgery you never accept lift from strangers written by yours truly he is a public published author this guy right here um right what's going on instagram's kicking off Dare i pick it up i'm picking it up oh god it's all hot I hope my battery lasts hold on a minute what's happened yes that book do you offer douglas do you offer hy- hybrid surgery smaller in part fat transfer maybe your audience may like to understand the benefits That's what we want to see, Douglas, a little bit of um, industry uh, input there. Nice, Thanks for that. Um, Do I offer it? Yes. Well, I would offer it. So what the question is hybrid. They call it hybrid. So basically it's an implant with fat grafting and it's a technique that some people talk about. And on, on paper, on principle, it's a nice idea. And it's giving an extra layer of cover over the implant. So particularly useful if maybe it's the sort of person you were thinking of possibly putting the implants under the muscle but you don't want the risks of putting under the muscle because there's bad things about putting under the muscle so you might say look i'm worried i'm going to see the implants i'm worried i am going to feel the implants so what you can do is put the implants in and then do fat grafting over the top to give it an extra layer of cover and in principle that's a great idea and uh, if i was working in the nhs i think and when i when i was working in the nhs i did a lot of um, fat grafting to enhance breasts and add volume and now I work privately, I do less. And the reason I do less now that I'm working privately is because I found in my hands, the results of fat grafting are very subtle and the procedure of fat grafting is quite expensive. And so it's hard to justify that to patients. So and I feel that the benefit that you get by put, using implants plus fat graft is marginal. And so I would offer it as a service because I do implants and I do fat grafting, but it is not a thing that I do and it's not something that I advertise. Hey, we do hybrid fat grafting where we you know, do a hybrid surgery where we do implants and fat graft over the top because I, I feel that um, it's difficult to justify the extra cost, because fat grafting is quite expensive. And again, in my hands, the results are quite subtle. You don't get a huge amount of volume. By definition, it's gonna be helpful in someone who's very slim. Uh, so that's the sort of person who's gonna be very helpful with, with because you're worried you can be able to see the implants. If they weren't slim, you wouldn't need to consider it. So by definition, they're slim, and therefore they haven't got a huge amount of areas to take the fat from. And so I don't find that it's something that I've I've had a need for. I've probably done it in my career twice uh, that I can think of. So set, you know, definitely single figures, low single figures, just to give a bit of extra volume, just because people have asked for it specifically. But I found it to not necessarily deliver the value that is required. And interestingly, when I have put implants, sometimes I've thought. So I, so first thing I would probably think of is putting them under the muscle, which is sort of the standard way of covering it. Uh, but I accept there are risks with putting them under the muscle. And sometimes you get people who don't want them under the muscle, so you put them on top of the muscle. I think, oh God, oh, I'm going to see these, I'm going to feel these. And certain types of implants are less prone to rippling. Um, and so if you've got an implant that's perhaps less prone to rippling and you might get away with putting it on top of the muscle now if you don't get away with putting it on top of the muscle I think it'd be perfectly reasonable then to do some fat grafting over the top of the implant Uh, and that is a technique you can do if people have got ripples or problems with implants you can fat graft over the top which is doing it after the event Um, but doing it with the implant is not something that I've found a need for and uh, I don't think it offers enough value for money but because of the cost but I think it's a great idea I think in principle someone goes and talks about it in a meeting shows up. great idea can't fault it as an idea and if money was no object I think yeah it'd be a nice idea to give a bit of fat over the top to give a bit of to give a bit of uh, extra fullness Chelsea, not a surgery question but what do you think about surgeons that get influencers to support their name advertise for them would a good, good surgeon need such support? Charles? can you do that? You do, uh, I didn't know you could do that. You mean I don't have to do this all myself? I can get someone to just do it for me. Hey, guys, I can get people. What do I think that influence? Get Surgeons get influencers to support their name, to advertise for them. Um, you know I'll be brutally honest with you, Charles. I didn't know this sort of thing existed. Um, I thought I was an influencer myself. So maybe I'll get surgeons approaching me to promote them. Um, would a good surgeon need such support? You know what, Chels? I think that all surgeons need support. I think all surgeons could do with support and more exposure and more getting their name out. I think we're all happy to get our name out, and I think good surgeons and bad surgeons need it. I don't think you're necessarily a bad surgeon if you go to someone and ask them to support you. Um, it's a tricky one, that, Chels. Uh, it, the ooh. So, I mean, it comes back to sort of cosmetic surgery advertising, which is a bit of a thorny subject. And a lot of people say, oh, I shouldn't advertise and all this. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I don't think there's a problem. I think advertising means getting your message out. And if you've got a good message, if you're a good person, if you treat people ethically, then I think it's okay to get your message out and to do stuff like this. You know, you could say, why is he doing stuff like this? Why is he not a good surgeon? Is he not? A... Well, I'm just trying to get the message out. I'm just trying to get a message out of a book, you know about I mean I'm not getting I don't I'm not done this to be a published author. well to be you know to make a career out of it i give the book away to be quite honest with you but um is to get the message out and to tell people about what is involved with training and what what to look for in a good surgeon so I think it's okay for surgeons to try and get their message out and I don't know I'd have to look at the particular incidents Chelsea, about these people getting influenced to support their, their name I mean i'm I'm guessing maybe a surgeon's operated on someone who's an who's an influencer and then that person says that's a good surgeon which i guess is fair enough isn't it i think you're implying they've paid someone to sort of say they're good which i guess is a bit murky who knows what goes on out there chels who knows i certainly don't but uh interesting one that chels you got me thinking on that and i I don't know if i have formulated a good enough answer but uh like anything in life um Oh, yeah, she's come back. I know a surgeon from London does so. Whoa, whoa okay. Um, I've been an influencer. Go buy his book as it's brilliant. Don't, Kim, because Chelsea's against this sort of thing. We can't have surgeons using influencers. Um, Chelsea, I don't think in itself it's necessarily an evenly bad thing. I don't think just because I don't know what the circumstances of this are, but if there's a surgeon who's got an influencer, which I mean someone with a social media following who's saying good things about them, I think we're all happy for people to say good things about me. I'd be very happy if someone said something good about me. I'd have no problems with that. If (laughs) someone decided, I mean, Kim's right up there. Kim's an influencer. Kim's, you know, Kim's saying good things about me. So I I don't think it necessarily means you're a bad surgeon. Actually, Instagram, can you see all my, you can see all my, my bits of paper here, can't you? All right, I've got to make out I've got a clear desk. All right, sorry about that. Yeah, got a clear desk. Yeah, just put it to the side. God, you got me you got me sweating there, Chelsea. I'm not sure about that. I thank you for the question, though. It's a good one. That was a good one on Instagram, wasn't it? It It's Chelsea that was. Um what is going on? Thank you, Rebecca. To be honest with you, Rebecca, I can't remember what your question was, but you're very welcome. And then that's Rebecca P. Rebecca B, right back at me. I had a quote and they told me I need to replace the implant for some reason. Right, Rebecca B, that was the um, that was the do you need to replace your implants for a capsulectomy. Rebecca, they might not have understood, to be honest, you you can definitely have your you don't have to have your implants replaced. If you've got a capsular contracture and you want to have your implants, you know, you want to get rid of your implants, just have them removed. You don't have to have them replaced. I think I suspect what's happened here is the person who's giving you the quote hasn't understood. What you're questioning is, is just look to the list and the list says capsulectomy, and removal, uh, capsulectomy replacement of implants. So go back to them, Rebecca, go back to them. You don't have to have them replaced. If you don't want them, get rid. Kim, it's an eye opener. It's helping you research your surgeon. The book we're talking about there, which has gone somewhere, it's gone in my pile of papers. Sherilyn, do you do gastric sleeve? <laughs> oh, I'm losing business, guys don't do gastric sleeve I don't do that I don't do appendix not appendix what was it gallbladder Sherilyn I've got to disappoint you. I don't do that. that's just general again general surgeons they're called bariatric surgeons but it's a subspecialty general surgery it's bowel again Sherilyn we do tummy tucks but we're not bowel we don't go into the bowel we stay outside the bowel we, we we're superficial surgeons we, we, we we're, we're soft tissue surgeons we don't get into body cavities uh donna waited 32 years i can wait a bit longer well you might have to wait a little bit longer donna yeah sorry about that you might have to you might have to wait a bit longer is boobs and thigh a long operation olivia yes it is a long operation so it's one that's not gonna be encouraged olivia we're not supposed to do long operations and boobs and thighs is a long one awesome i'm not sure why donna's saying awesome what's happened down here Jackie cry! What are you doing? What are you doing, Jackie? You're swelling the numbers. You're swelling the numbers. You're on Facebook and Instagram. I'm not knocking it. Guys, everyone do it on both. Let's get the numbers up. Douglas, you should refer and ask the surgeon for a fee. Hey. For. Yeah. What? This is the influencer thing, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I've got, God knows what goes on out there, Douglas. You you probably know better than me. I don't know. I don't know what goes on. Um, not great connection, but better than last week. Hmm. What was it? It was fine by me. But hmm. Sorry about that. Sorry if it's not a good connection. Is it better on? Oh, gastric. Oh, sorry, Douglas. Yeah. Yeah, I should refer, shouldn't I? I should refer and get... A, yeah. Um, yeah, I should. i tell you what, Sherilyn, and... And who asked for the gallbladder? you guys, what I would do, my recommendation would be to contact your local private hospital. They'll know good people. I don't know where you live um can't, can't find but anyway, gallbladder and things like that yeah i i yeah i don't are uh, you right douglas i should i should oh God, we've got waves coming on, waves coming in left right and center um you're right i should I should refer Jonathan brito, good to see you, <laughs> Jonathan listen Jonathan I want you to take some notes this is how it's done okay watch and learn watch and learn um (laughs) right okay he's holding it together he's holding it together so not going. so I'm sorry about the poor connection but there you go um I I can only apologize I don't know if it's better on Instagram I'm looking over here because it's Facebook as well because I'm multitasking Rebecca what's the rough price for uplift and to fix CC sorry for so many questions (laughs) haha um so Rebecca if you were having your implants out, so so when you've got a capsular contracture and you have to remove the capsule, that's quite a big job. And that makes it quite expensive. So a capsulectomy is quite an expensive operation. Now, it depends on how hard your capsule is, to how much of the capsule you have to remove if you're not having your implants put back in again. So if you're having implants put back in again, you'd probably want a capsulectomy, some kind of capsulectomy, maybe total, maybe the whole lot, maybe not all of it, maybe most of it. I mean, there's but, but basically, you'd have to have you it's a bit of a job, you know, removing that capsule. So that makes it expensive. Now, if you're not remo- if you're not replacing the implants, unless there's really sort of rock hard pieces of capsule, you can actually leave the capsule, and that makes it a much lower operation. And actually, if you have an up uh, removal of implants, so what we're talking about is a removal of implants uh, and an uplift. That might in itself fix this capsule contracture without doing a capsulectomy. So that might just be along the lines of an uplift price, maybe a little bit more. Ask me what an uplift price is. No idea. Anyone know? Um, is it about five thousand pounds? Is it? I don't know. Does anyone know what an uplift costs? Sorry. Um, five, six thousand pounds. I'm guessing. Sorry, I don't, know. I don't know the prices. Sorry, Rebecca. Um, you can get, like, you go to the website, get on my website, and say request a quote, and you'll get an email with the, with the prices on it. But I don't know what the price exact exactly is of an uplift. But anyway so you're in that ballpark if you haven't got a really rock solid capsule that's going to have to be removed so that would make it cheaper if you're not replacing the implants if you're having a change of implants capsulectomy and a lift that's a bit of a bigger operation we oh terry says it's more than that <laughs> Terry, i'm oh, sorry terry is it more than that i shouldn't say should i, I shouldn't even guess because I'm, I'm misleading people it's more than that people sorry about that um Uh, i don't i don't know what it is i don't know the price of an uplift sorry um but anyway it will be about that price and certainly a capsulectomy will be a lot more than that a capsulectomy does bring the price up quite a lot so uh yeah nailed that one um natalie i'm a little bit concerned that the clinic that i'm booked with have no update at all they have advised that no guidance has changed for them with them being private and not part of the nhs and can't give me any idea of when they will reopen should i be getting worried cosmetic surgery only clinic and they have their own hospital um no natalie, i wouldn't necessarily get worried about that um, but i'm um, no, uh, to be honest with you natalie um yeah, we, the problem is the government have got a huge amount of businesses to sort out you know um and they're not gonna be too specific about any one business so i think it's up to us to um make sure we're operating within the standards and safety of a distancing and face masks and and what have you um i i mean i, I guess i don't i don't think you should be necessarily concerned because they haven't given you an update but i think you should be concerned if you've asked them and they're not helpful you know if you've asked them and they're saying look we're waiting for government guidance and we we, you know it's all a moving feast at the moment then fine but if you've asked them and they're not helpful then i'd be concerned but i think the fact that they haven't been um concrete about it i wouldn't be too worried because I think it's hard for us to be concrete. And I know some people are like early June and some people are J- July, and I've got to be honest with you, I'm a bit fluid, you know, I'm like mid July, but maybe uh, it will be sooner. We got a lot of processes and policies that we can put into place and maybe that will be as safe then as it will in mid July. So maybe we'll try and do it sooner, you know, so I'm being a bit w- really w- wishy-washy myself, to be honest. Um, so I wouldn't be concerned if they're not, you know, not not solid on it because I think a lot of us are a little bit um a little bit unsure to be honest with you and we're just trying to get some I mean we're getting guidance from our professional associations which have been us giving us policies you know we're working with the CQC so that we're safe and what have you and I'm sure they'll be doing that as well because I'm sure even if it's a cosmetic surgery only clinic they'll be regulated by the CQC and I spoke with the CQC today and they you know so we need to make sure we've got processes in place and I'm sure they're doing that so I won't be too worried uh Natalie I'm sure they're working working hard to get things right I would be worried if they're not helpful when you phone them but if they're not entirely sure when you phone them or when you contact them I won't be too worried because I think um it is a bit it is a bit uh bit of a the goalpost moving a bit on a regular basis so um what type of lighter implants do you do? I have thin skin, which stretches easily. I'm worried if I have a lip and implant, it will stretch. Again, Giorgio's in the house. Hi, Giorgio, nice to see you wave right back at you. Oh, I've got a little one on Instagram. I don't know what that means, but I'm not going to press it because it can only mean bad things happening. So if that's is that a, is that a question? What is that? Maybe I'll look at that in a minute. Um, so I'm looking at two places because there's Instagram there and Facebook there. Um, I've, so what kind of lighter implants did I do? To be honest with you, uh, Joe, I only know of one type of lighter implants and that's uh, B-light implants. I don't think there's another, I don't think there's another type. I think that's that's the one. Um, so yeah, I mean, that is the worry that if you, I mean, the, the yes, B-lights will be good because they give you less weight, but also you've got to think of the size of the implant, Joe. You don't want to go like really big implant. And if you're worried about stretching the skin, what about just having a lift? I worry if I have a lifting implant or stretch the skin. So just have a lift, Joe. Crazy idea there. That's a really light implant. That way zero. Uh, obviously, if you want to be bigger, then that's not so good. But, you know, it's something to consider. The lift would make the shape better. But you might, you know, I don't know. You might not be happy. Tricky one. Kim, can I do Kim's? Let's do Sherilyn. Um, Sherilyn, if you do castric sleeve, how much is the BMI? Um, I, don't, I don't do it. I don't do gastric sleeve. What, what does a BMI have to be for gastric sleeve if you do it? Nice, Sherilyn. I see what you've done there. You've done two comments similar with a similar question. Getting the comment up. Like it. Get the comment count up. Can we all just, if you've got a question, can you put it in and then put it slightly different way underneath just to get the comment count up? Love it. Love it. That's what we want to see. Come on, Instagram. Let's get some multiple comments in like that. Um, I don't know, Sherilyn uh i know it's different for the NHS than it is for the private and it has to be like really high for the NHS, but not so high for the private uh i don't know Sherilyn. oh here we go olivia that's what we need olivia's answered Thirty. oh no that's pip what's happened 30 is the top i think no olivia she's talking about a, she's talking about a gastric sleeve so this is for people who you you want a gastric sleeve? I think, Sherilyn. Now I don't do gastric sleeve. I'm over here. I've got to wave. Um, so you're, 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 this is a different thing. 30 is if you're having like a tummy tuck or something. So gastric sleeve, you have to have a high BMI in order to qualify for a gastric sleeve because it's a weight loss operation. Um, Sherilyn, I really, I, I, I've always already got in trouble guessing on the price of a lift question. So I'm not going to guess this. I don't know. Sherilyn, full disclosure, I don't know what your BMI has to be for a gastric sleeve. Six- 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 I'm just not even going to guess. I'm not going to go there. Sorry, Sherilyn. So it's a local private hospital thing. Ring them and they'll have bariatric surgeons there and they'll be able to help. Do you perform reconstructive eyelid surgery? Um, hi, Maria. No. No, I don't, Maria. I don't dabble in the eyes, Maria. I keep to the better breast and body um i don't know what you mean by reconstructive does that mean you've had surgery and you've got a problem uh, that's what i'm thinking or, or reconstructive um but it, it does not actually matter because i don't do it anyway so no maria i don't do eyelids but look at your profile photo your eyelids look great but uh but um no sorry maria but you look for a facial guy we've got kuram khan who works in the clinic he's a facial guy he does eyelids he might be able to help but um he's not here now unfortunately <laughs> sorry maria you can always drop us an email or something if you want and we can ask him to get back to you um right i've got a question there pip just one more do you perform stainless tts please and or uplift thanks stainless is that a typo stainless Stainless? What? Stainless? <laughs> do you mean painless? <laughs> Is that a typo? Stainless tummy tucks and/or uplifts? Surely it's not stainless. Is there another? Have you updated that, Pip? Stainless? Um, I don't think I do do stainless tummy tucks. No. Um, or uplifts. Do you, do you mean painless? I try I try and make them painless, but there is some pain involved. So I'm not even sure if I do painless ones either. I mean, I try and make it as painless as possible. But um sorry, Pep, I think I'm thinking stainless is a typo. If it isn't a typo, and if I get off here and Google that there's a big craze coming about of stainless surgery that I've missed, I'm going to feel such a fool because I have. I'm sorry, Pip, I don't know what a stainless tummy tuck is or a stainless uplift so um come back at me staying a pip come back at me if you want sheridan thank you olivia thank you i do believe jj doesn't do gastric stevie well, olivia doesn't believe it either no i don't believe it either olivia you'll be my influencer thank you julia i have to agree with jj i've seen many bad tactics from other groups with bad surgeons okay <laughs> okay i don't know if, yeah okay But well, here we go there are tro- oh my god you're frightening me now julia there are trolls that are paid to influence clients and they make money for every client they put forward. These are mainly for surgery abroad. Oh, my God. Are we getting into stuff? I don't know if I want to get into this. OK. It's frightening, isn't it? I mean, it is frightening. I'm frightened just reading that. Ooh, trolls that pay to. the whole concept of the troll thing and all that. Oh, God, this is what. Oh. Natalie is an uplift and implants a long operation well in terms of operations yes it is a long operation in term in that it's about three hours or so in terms of what I was saying earlier about the fact that we're not supposed to be doing long operations in terms of the coronavirus I think it would fall on the okay side I think it'd be okay to do an uplift with implants it's not that long um the real operations that we're being advised against is the the, uh, combination like uh um tummy tuck and a lift or you know a breast and a tummy operation money maker the type of thing um sorry I, I there was a turkish question how do how to check if a turkish surgeon has the relevant qualifications kim you are on fire tonight because kim has got this people all right so that's the difference between you and kim all right you haven't got that kim's got that all right that is the difference so kim has got all the right questions so kim big up yourself i wish i could like your 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 comment um she's on instagram btw uh that's the problem kim and that is well that's one of the problems with the with the on uh, overseas one of the problems with overseas is it's overseas it's a long way away no matter where it is nothing you know nothing against turkey or Whatever country, let's you know not get into trouble and mention country. Well, you know it is, kind of, you know whatever country, um and so it's just an issue because that's why I say to people go close to home. Number one, but number two is the qualification of the surgeon. Now, there's no question there are good surgeons in Turkey and there are bad surgeons in Turkey, and there are good surgeons in the UK and bad surgeons in the UK. So there are good surgeons in Turkey. It's not like all surgeons in one country are bad. The problem is how do you tell the qualifications? How I mean, I can say to you right now, FRCS Plast. I can't see very easy, but anyway, anyway, put that book down. FRCS Plast means you're fully trained in plastic surgery in the UK, member of Barbs and Backlash of the Plastic Surgery Associations. And you look on the GMC to look for someone on the specialist register. These are ways you can check someone's fully trained in the UK. In other countries, I don't know. I don't know how you check in other countries. Well, I don't know what the equivalent, I know America's got board certified. You hear the Americans talk about that a lot. That's the equivalent in America, board certification. Probably Turkey has, I, I guess they have the equivalent sort of training, but I don't know, uh, Kim. So, I guess if you are looking at having surgery in Turkey, you've got to guess research this and um, look for the equivalent training and professional bodies in Turkey, plastic surgery. I'm sure they'll have a Turkish Association of Plastic Surgeons, TAPS, you know, you can research TAPS or whatever, it, you know. Um, but you know, you look for the low the, the plastic surgery associations look for the equivalent sort of training, but I don't know is, is 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 the problem, is the issue, one of them. How common is it to get people wanting you to fix other surgeons' work? It's not that common, Kim. It's not that common. Because I've got to be honest with you, Kim. Despite popular opinion, plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery has got a high satisfaction rate. And people say, Oh, you go overseas and it's all bad and all this and all that most people will be okay and that is well that is in a way one of the problems why there's so many people who do it and so people aren't fully trained and what have you because actually it's got a high satisfaction rate it's got a low complication rate so there's not a huge um you know number of people with complications and what have you the problem is if it doesn't go very well or if you have a problem, uh, not quite right. And often it's not necessarily a raging bad complication. It's just a subtle thing that's you know, not quite right. The problem is if the surgeon's not looking after you properly, and that's something that I think we need to you know, make sure that we're doing. We're looking after people properly, and we're giving them the best result possible. And, and I do see people who've perhaps not got a bad result, to be quite frank. Um, but they're very unhappy and they really adamant that the surgeon's terrible and it's all and it's all gone really bad um and actually you look at the result and think you know what it's you know within limits but i think what's happened is they haven't been looked after very well and i think that can really escalate a minor thing into oh they didn't answer my call and they fobbed me off and they said it was okay and they and i find that i think that's where some people i won't say a lot some people may fall down some surgeons some clinics might fall down if they don't look after people properly and that can really get people to really hate their result and actually look at it and think from a surgical point of view you know it's it's there or thereabouts there might be some little bits and bobs that can be done um, um yeah So <laughs> you got me on you got me going off now i'm going off on one someone hold me down right, I want to come to you, but I'm two and a half hours away, would you be willing? Um, Kim, you, why are we saying, and I say this to people who are two and a half hours away, just like people who want to go to Turkey, I say, look, don't go to Turkey, have it near where you live, if you live in Turkey, then have it in Turkey, by all means, you know, where wherever you live, where do you live, Kim, where do you live, what part, because wherever you live, I bet there's good plastic surgeons where you live, go on, put where you live, and I'll see if I know someone, anyway, Wherever you live, there's probably a good one. So I would go with with someone locally. I'll be very happy to see you, Kim. You know, I'm not going to say to you, I'm not going to, I'm going to don't see you, but I will say to you, Bridge End, um, Bridge End. Wow. <laughs> so where, where? Okay, where's Bridge End? Where? <laughs> um. So where? Where's that? Where? Where's the big city near Bridge End, it's Kim? I mean, is that like New? Is that Newport? <laughs> is that South Wales is it Newport, South Wales? Is it right? Well, there's loads. Come on, Kim. Have a word of yourself, Kim. There's loads of good ones. I used to work in Swansea. Um, any of the guys in Swansea? There's Anthony McQuillan. He's at Newport. There's Hugh, H uh, i e w, uh, Mr. Hugh. Fantastic guy. I think he works in Cardiff. Um, all the people in Swansea. Swansea's a fantastic unit. Um, I know Anthony McQuillan well uh in he's in newport and bristol so go with one of those guys i mean i'm happy to see you kim don't get me wrong i'm not looking to turn away business but go local i practice what i preach i tell people not to go away and i tell people who come want to see me from far away to go and see someone locally look for someone there's lots of good plastic surgeons around bridge end kim
1: Um, but you know if you want
0: if you want to come you can you're welcome to come Um, but yeah all oh, right, where are we going? Where are we going? What's happened? What's happened on Facebook? What have I missed? What have I missed? uh Is an uplift and then pass a long operation? The BMI for an NHS, here we go, has to be 40 BMI or above. If you go private, it could be any BMI. I had a sleeve. There you go, Julia. You've heard it from the horse's mouth. It has to be 40 or above if you're in the NHS. Private, I'm not sure about any BMI. Is it any BMI? Anyway. So that's the BMI criteria for a gastric sleeve, people. You heard it here. Um, lol. I was thinking the other way. What is it BMI like for plastic surgery? I had a sleeve too, but yeah, you were thinking the other way, Olivia. It's got to be high for a sleeve, and it's got to be low for a for a cosmetic procedure. And Natalie, thank you. Put you don't to my PMU. PM me away. Okay, it's, everyone's fine. Carry on. No worries. Thank you. Does she mean drainless? Drainless. Drainless not stainless joe i was thinking painless drainless drainless tummy tuck and uplift right drainless uplift yes drainless tummy tuck no i do drains for tummy tuck i've got a blog post about that uh, not that there's anything wrong with drains i mean with not drains uh but i like to use drains still in tummy tucks it's one of the few operations i use drains breast reductions i'm using them less but for bigger breast reduction i do sometimes use them but i do like that the suction drain to re- re- reduce the dead space reduce the risk of seroma and i know people who use drain let's say they've got a low rate of seroma but i've got an almost zero rate of seroma so even a low rate of seroma is going to be higher than than mine so um and it's, it's not the seroma's is that bad it's just a bit of a nuisance but i understand people don't like drains so drains are and i would like to use and what i've started to do is actually quilt it and i think quilting might be the way forward. So there's much less in the drains. So I might go drainless if I'm getting less and less in my drains with the quilting because initially people were using glue and I didn't like the glue quite so much because I thought they could if you coughed or moved immediately after surgery I envisaged that glue could shear. So I didn't quite embrace the glue but quilting hmm, so maybe. So drainless tummy tuck I'm moving that way but I'm still draining at the moment. Drainless lifts yes i do do drainless thank you for that drainless god I that? painless god what's happened here what's going on here in south wales i want a best uplift but don't want implants can that be done and i'm in bristol of course it can jane of course it can a best uplift definitely that's a great option an uplift without implants yeah i you know and if people are on the fence between having implants or not i was like, look just have a lift and yeah go for bristol go for go for anthony um McQuillen in bristol um and again there's a big plastics unit in bristol there's loads of plastic surgeons in bristol so um right <laughs> thank you made me happy. what's going on does she mean drainless thank you made me happy i'm not sure what me made- that made me happy i don't know what have you i'm glad i made you happy And uh, i've got your book too i know you have olivia sharing the great question about turkey surgeons yeah yeah good question well done that was instagram well done instagram oh instagram i've got one one minute 51 remaining so what i've got to do on instagram is i've got to turn it off and on again so i'm going to turn it off and on again in one minute 42 uh sounds plausible Giorgio. It sounds like we can reopen clinics. Giorgio, you double your Instagram and Facebook. Getting the numbers up. Loving it. Keep up the good work. Sounds like we can reopen clinics but not book theaters. Yeah. I mean, I think booking theaters is another matter because we're booking theaters with the hospitals. And I think they're gonna not let us in for a few months. Uh but yes, you're absolutely right. It looks like clinics are starting to reopen and certainly if the clinic's got a local anesthetic facility or at least a surgical facility, because some are local in sedation, then that that that's starting to come on 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 board now. So it looks like it's coming, uh, Giorgio. You're absolutely right. So clinics are starting to reopen. Olivia, to be fair, my arm lift wasn't done in Turkey. Was a job well done. I wouldn't go back though. Say no more. (laughs) That's a, who knows what happened in Turkey. Listen, what went on in Turkey stays in Turkey. Okay, good job. Wouldn't go back. Who knows? Um, Sorry, Brest. No, I want you steady. (laughs) 40 seconds raining Jane we're counting down with 38 37 36 okay <laughs> I will go and come back in a, on the on this um oh here we go my drain what's this Olivia my drain after sleeve was a pain but no problem really yeah they are a pain stainless sorry I lost connection yeah pip drainless we got to drainless pip we got to drain we worked it out I got 15 seconds on oh my god my phone is really hot It's ended um Oh, geez. What do I do? Download? Oh, God. Share to I... Dear, oh, dear. Okay. My... Oh, i got a title. Title. Um, live Q and... Mm, this ain't so good, is it? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, live Q&A with KJ. I'm just gonna post it like that. I don't know. IGTV video. Um right. My no videos uploaded. Oh just, just took a photo. Social media influencer. I don't think so. Checking in for connection. We're now live back in the room. Right, don't know what happened there. Yeah, drainless. Good night. Oh It ended on Instagram. I'm back, Kim. I'm back. Kim, don't go. Kim i haven't I haven't started my questions yet. I'm back. Terry's back. Look, everyone's back. come back. Everyone's God, you're so fickle. I turned on my back for five minutes. and everyone's gone. Oh, no, they're coming back. All right, thank you., All right, everyone's coming back. How do you wave? I've seen things on Instagram, but I didn't know that you could wave. everyone's waving. Um, right, guys, yeah, it's you've got an hour limit on um Instagram, you see. So uh, it has to come off. right. listen, let's let's do this. Come on, we've got a question here, people outy belly button which i've been self-conscious about for a while why no sorry do you do an inner belly button surgery yes we do yes we do do an inner belly button surgery so um something we've done a local anesthetic good news at the moment because the local anesthetic stuff's going to be coming back sooner than the general anesthetic injection around the belly button and question of bringing that belly button in from an out little scar at the Sort of entrance to the belly button so hopefully it might be a bit obvious to start off with well not hopefully it's a bit obvious but it will be a bit start obvious to start off with but then it'll fade over time and uh, usually fades pretty well and uh, yeah try to bring that belly button down so that is something that can be done um turning an lt to an innie um and we uh, say so we can do that at the clinic and um yeah 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 i'm gonna wave right at you so yeah, yep. So what about this one? Oh God, what have I done? Oh, I've, turned the, I've turned it. I've turned it round. Oh God. Okay, there I am. Hello, hello. Okay, I've turned it. I've turned the screen round. Don't worry, guys. I'm just going to turn it back. There you go it's not obvious is it how to use this can you Oh, i've got i've got i've got what have i got oh god i'm 40 can i just do i'll i'll, I'll take that one off for a minute because i'm going to lose this i had 47 i'm 47 had three children Oldest 28 and youngest 13 still get a little breast milk. I know it's weird, but can a uplift still be done and will it kind of get rid of my stretch marks? Yes, definitely it can still be done. There's absolutely no problem with doing an uplift um, and it might make you less likely to get milk because it might disrupt the milk dust. That's one of the, normally a bad thing about a breast lift that if you have a breast lift and then you went on to have children, it might affect your ability to breastfeed. Not definitely, but it might so that's uh, that might be a positive thing in your case if that's an unwelcome thing that's happening and will it get rid of my stretch marks what you have to do is you have to look at the markings of a breast lift and, and the surgeon would be able to give you an idea of where the markings because the skin in the lower um, uh, breast and a little bit above the nipple is removed but the skin here and here is not removed so if your stretch marks are here and here you would still have them but if you've got stretch marks in the lower part then you wouldn't most people don't like the stretch marks in the upper part. If there are stretch marks in the lower breast, you're probably not as bothered by them. So, if you have got stretch marks in the upper part, you know it's probably they're probably going to stay. To be to be honest with you, to be br- brutal, brutally honest, so they are going to stay. So, uh, so we'll, as I say, we'll get rid of quite a lot of skin, but a lot of the skin in the upper part will be the same skin that you have now, and if there's stretch marks there, it will be, it will still be there. Hi, oh, just thought I'd check you out on Insta too. Well, here I am. What do you think? this is the insta version um is that during a tummy tuck the belly button no although you could do it during a tummy tuck i think that was just i think that was just someone who's got an outie belly button who wants an ninny. but yeah you could definitely do it if it'd be easy to do during a tummy tuck but uh, yeah it's it's i think that's just a normal question breast lift i want a tummy tuck when can i come see you um well what we're doing rosie is we're doing virtual consultations. so you start off with a free 15-minute consultation book it online book it on facebook book it on the website online booking book yourself in have a chat no problems you want to move on next virtual consultation share the screen a bit longer pay for that one um so the first one's free talk about what's available you know what's possible before and after photos and what have you at some point i'll have to examine you so we will have to get to the clinic at some point but we're trying to minimize face-to-face consultations and as i said we're looking at july but as georgia was saying a lot of people are going early a lot of people are going june and things so whether we bring that forward i don't know the moment we're mid-july but you know we might we'll take advice on it and we if we, if we open sooner then great and then obviously that'll be an examination and then we'll be looking at surgery which will be uh probably a few months i can't be more specific than that because we've got to be we'll be uh, beholden to the hospitals as to when they can give us slots and um yeah so it'll be a few months before surgery so i guess there's no rush but you could always book a free chat on the phone but well, we're having it now aren't we but you know if that's helpful hope oh, that's helpful rosie Kinchi's here Kinchi 19's here nice to see you need to book in um pip do you tuck the belly button in when you do a tummy tuck Tuck the play button in. If it's not tucked in. Natalie says it looks loads better on Instagram. Natalie, don't say that. I've got a proper webcam here. This is just my phone. Does it look better on Instagram? It's a bit dark. He's not on Facebook, I'll be honest. I've got all my lights on. But I've got to be honest with you. It is a bit dark. Does it look better? That's a bit depressing, isn't it? Giorgio's back. Good to see you, Giorgio. Hope you're all right. Oh, that's, that's a bit depressing. Um do you tuck the belly button in when you do a tummy tuck? What do you mean tuck the belly button in? You 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 if it needs to be tucked in, Pip, yeah. It does look a bit dark. Now you said it, it looks a bit how can I get the oof, now you said that. Um I mean, usually it's just the same belly button that just, just pops up in a new piece of skin which has been pulled down. So it's usually the same belly button you got. But if you've got a problem with your belly button, if your belly button's an LT or something like that, then yeah, you could tuck it in. Um but that's good feedback, Natalie. Thanks. Uh, no, it's Natalie, don't be sorry. It's good feedback that it looks better on Instagram. I'm looking at it and I'm seeing the bright, it's a bit the light's a bit brighter, isn't it? A bit more vibrant. And of course I can do the mask, so I'm not going to do it again because it went bad, but but um, it's the light, isn't it? So I got my I've got my, my TV here on Facebook. I was so happy on my TV. What if I put this camera in the same place as the Instagram camera? okay anyway yeah it does look better um natalie what can i say i concur um why you look so tan on facebook it's definitely best side Well, that's my best side, is it? Okay. I don't think I look tan on Facebook, Olivia. I think it's just, I think it's just the light's dark. Um, What's going on? What's going on? Kicking off. Instagram's kicking. This is when Instagram's gone in. Instagram was slow. They were just biding their time. And now look at it. It's kicking off. Are stretch marks more emphasized after a tummy tuck or breast implants? Good question. And that is something that you would think because you're stretching the skin on both of them but not as much as you think usually people having a tummy tuck well not usually sometimes people are having a tummy tuck you, I don't know why I said usually it's not usually at all but sometimes people having a tummy tuck have got stretch marks any stretch marks below the belly button go but stretch marks above the belly button this is for a full tummy tuck remain and they get pulled down so you do still left with stretch marks after your tummy tuck but I don't think they get particularly worse or I don't think they're emphasized Although the thing to do is we have a look at some before and afters. I've got some before and after photos I can show you and you can make your own judgment on that. Breast implants, you would think that that might cause stretch marks because you're stretching the skin. I've only got that I can remember two patients that I can remember who've got stretch marks. So it can happen. Those two patients it's happened for. So it's 100 percent for those two. But it's pretty rare. It's pretty rare. It doesn't happen as often as, often as you might think it would happen um but you would think that you could potentially get stretch marks with the with a breast implants but it's not as actually common as you might think good question thank you it's not dark it's not dark on instagram jane but you should have a look on facebook it's really dark um how do you do the tummy tuck oh my lord danielle how'd do you do the tummy tuck you expect me to tell you then you go and do tummy tucks yourself start taking the work i'm not going to give away the secrets danielle no i'll tell you you just take a big bit of skin skin from the lo- lower Abdomen basically cut a big bit of skin out from the belly button down to the pubic area, bigger lips, undermine up to the rib cage, tunnel, stitch the muscles together. Bob's your uncle. Simple as that, Danielle. Who'd have thought? But don't tell anyone because they'll you know, think it's easy. How long recovery for a breast uplift? Most things a couple of week or two healing, quite a lot of scars with a breast uplift, week or two healing. Um, then you're getting back into exercise, driving, um, uh, you know, walking out about and things like that. But nothing heavy, four to six weeks for heavy lifting, because you don't want to put you don't make it swell, put put um strain on it. You know. Oh, flowers in Capri, hello. Look at that. Greetings, greetings, ciao, buenas noches. No, buona notte. No, just ciao because buona notte. Anyway, nice to see you. Hope you're well in Capri, everybody. Greetings from Birmingham, sunny Birmingham. It is sunny actually at the moment. Um, Right, now full disclosure, I'm on my last question. So ciao, ciao. So uh, my last question is, can you revise scars on hip bones and buttocks? I had a Brazilian butt lift procedure and have some scars. Um, I'm, I, I, this is a question, That's not, I'm, I haven't done this, this is a question. So um, two on my hip bone, as you can see, and one on my back plus two on the buttocks, all same size. Would scar revision be an option for me? Although subtle, they do bother me, especially the hip ones. This is another one where I asked the patient if I could show the photos, but she hasn't got back to us. So I can't really show the photos, which is a shame because it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, anyway. So hey, hey-ho, take my word for it, she's got some scars and to be honest with you um the scars aren't that bad they're skin colored they're a bit stretched uh, a little bit indented um or at least one of them is um uh, a little bit indented a little bit stretched and they're not actually that bad so i would i'm I, what i've said to this person is no i would advise against revising those scars the scars on the trunk are never great to be quite honest And these are skin colored, they faded well, there's a lot of good things about them. What we would try and do is try and make them less stretched, but there's a risk they could stretch again. So I just don't think it's worth it. And um, unfortunately, you know, a lot of people say, oh, plastic surgeons, they don't leave scars. Now we often operate on the face, the face scars really well. uh, And the trunk just doesn't scar quite so well. So I would probably be um, saying that I would accept that. And, I don't, know if it, I don't know if this is a good question if I can't show you the photo of the scar but anyway I, I, I put it on the list uh, um, to be fair I think I asked them to put it on the list but anyway less um, need to know basis uh, I, but I did say can I show the photo because we be better I show the photo wouldn't it because if I can't show the photo after they explain the scar it loses it anyway well I've got to be honest I only had three questions so I can't mustn't grumble that was a third of all the questions so um, oh here we go olivia did my question from messenger reach you well obviously not uh olivia what was it <laughs> no unless it was one of those three unless it was can you remove a large tattoo from my wrist do i make an outie into an innie and can you revise scars on the hip bones and buttocks if it was one of those yes it did reach me if it wasn't no it didn't so um what's going on here It's lovely flowers and capri lovely to see you guys uh, Ashley, are you sure you haven't haven't what? Sure you haven't what? So, Olivia, what's your question? Facebook? I sorry, I didn't see it. Um, I'll have a, listen, Olivia, I'll do it next week. I'll have a look at it because I feel bad if I do it now because then it's obviously your question, which you might not want people to know, but they know now because you put that in. so, let's get let's keep this confidential all the questions confidential right i never say names everyone says "Oh, never mention names if you want to say who you are that's fine here we go natalie had a brazilian butt, butt lift oh god natalie had a brazilian butt lift it's good on you are your scars all right so i hope your scars are all right so uh yeah so that's i'm all out of questions full disclosure and um you know if you've got any questions then please do feel free to ask i'm all at oh go live with i can go live with people i thought that was masks uh, i'm all is um god it's it's bright today isn't it i mean the sun really is whoa <laughs> yeah that's what you want that's better oh yeah that's what you want i mean it's sunny out there isn't it i mean oh my god look at that anyway so um right um no i haven't i was asking if you had oh if i've had a brazilian back no no i was just explaining to um the the, the italian contingency if they just come on and think that i'm talking about myself i'm i'm not talking about myself i think you know that guys um i was just asking a question for, for, for a person uh it's always a bit weird when sort of family and things come on makes you feel a bit awkward. But it's nice, nice to, um, nice to see. Oh, here we go. Uh, Olivia's got a question. Uh, it was similar to the question about stretch marks. Does the uplift remove stretch marks on the side of boobs? Yes. Uh, good question, Olivia. Not really, not much. No, it's mainly from the lower part of the, of the boobs. And this skin is remains. So what you, you know, someone will be able to tell you on you. But no, I would expect that those stretch marks might remain if you got stretch marks on the side. So, uh, sorry if I missed that, PBI. I must have missed that question, um, I'm sorry. Live, call call me out live on uh, live on air, sorry about that. I thought I'd gone through all the Messenger questions before, but just shows you. Slipped through the net there, oh. Uh, right, so if you've got any questions, Instagram, you've been awesome. Facebook, sorry it's so dark and dingy on Facebook. It's wonderful, it's bright over on Instagram, guys. Um, if you've got any questions, Facebook me, Instagram me, whatever you want. Get in touch because next week what I'm going to be doing is a Facebook finster, a finster live. Insta book live, seven o'clock Tuesday night. You heard it here first. So I will see you then. But right now I'm going to check myself out. I'm going to wave at Mariana because she's waved at me. Jane has come in with a late one sorry i didn't mean remove stretch marks on a breast lift but they don't show so much right was there a question about that jane were you asking about Right, i can't i can't be expected to remember that far back jane anyway it's okay jane um yeah okay so i will i will check myself out oh god i will check myself out now good evening i mean have a good evening good night lovely to see you all and hopefully we can get through this people and we're going to come out the other side fighting and we're going to be um, back before you know it so hasta la vista hasta la vista facebook see you next week have a question not covered in today's show then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag ask jj